comparing the Suez Canal and the Q conspiracy, and they, they kidnap children on the cargo uh-huh. ship. Maybe that's why the ports in Los Angeles are backed up, because they're gonna they're gonna arrest all the pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> must leave the area immediately. If you refuse to leave the area, you will be arrested for North Carolina General Statute. Under North Carolina General Statute. If you have a good sheriff, however, they can stand in the gap. The people on the left have always understood, think globally, act locally. We need to understand what the global agenda is, but we need to act locally to counter it. And we need to do it in a way that occupies peace. We need to do it in a way that is going to make connections with each other globally so we see each other as human beings. The Word of God teaches us in the book of Psalms. It says that if I had wings like a dove, then I would fly away and be at rest. All right, all right. Welcome to podcast Les Renaissance. While the revolution may not be televised, we shall podcast Les Renaissance. Today's guest is a very special guest. I had to really try very hard to get in touch with him. And we're going to talk about the container ships sitting outside of Los Angeles. I believe there's over one and a half million containers sitting on ships outside of Los Angeles port. Uh, It's over a month and a half back up. And it's just quite crazy. Just more and more impact from the shutdowns last year, more than likely. But there's also some more minute things going on as well, and we're going to discuss that. And things are greatly improving for this podcast because this is my very first in-studio guest. Would you believe it? All right, let's jump right on into the conversation. Stay tuned. Services, I suppose so. All right, today I have a special guest. Um, You know, I couldn't find anyone. Last minute I shouted out my window and someone came to me and said, I'll be your guest. Yep, bottom of the barrel here. <laughs> uh, are we giving your name out on the air here? Uh, you can call me the Stallion. <laughs> the Stallion. <laughs> this is Cody. His social security number is... What is it again? Oh, yeah. Uh, I gotta go get a card. I'll be right back. Did you get it? No, I'm not. I couldn't find it. Oh, okay. Well, today, uh, you know... We were sitting out there at the trailer, not the one we live in, and we were talking about um, the the ports and how they're backed up, and my brother had some insight on that. Oh, wait. The stallion, I mean. Uh, had some insight on what that was, um, and I was like, oh, maybe we could talk about that because, I don't know, are the, is there like a, uh, there's been a lot of shortages lately where I'm at. Is there shortages where you are? Uh, no shortages where I'm at, really, you know, aside from basically every item I need. Um, it's been like that for like a year and a half now. Yeah. Uh, it's it's gotten more increasingly difficult, that's for sure. 
And now we have these ports backing up. Now, what was so? Let's. I'll, I'll hear what you had to say about your opinion about why the ports are backing up and what you were reading, at least. So, so what was what was it that you were saying earlier? So, as far as what I what I read, uh, I was I found that California's ports may be potentially backing up because they banned all non-union truck drivers and basically banned also every truck born or created after I believe it was 1995 mm -hmm. might have been 1990 so basically they've cut their trucking you know down to about a quarter of what it used to be and now they have nobody to take the containers away from the yard so you know on TikTok, I see truckers being awfully defensive because for whatever reason, you can't say there's a shortage of truckers without them taking it personally. They get offended. Uh, the truckers are saying it's the crane operators. See, that, may be the, that may be the case, but I mean, as far as I've known, you know, across through the Union Grapevine, I haven't heard any reason for crane operators to suddenly walk off the job. And I can tell you from experience, every crane operator that I've ever come across is union. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is the crane unions apparently are really, they basically control the shipyard like a mafia. And if you complain about them taking too long, they'll tell you to get off the yard and they won't even give you a container. So there's like a lot. Of, that's, what I, that's one point of view I've heard. That, I, I could see that because I've known some crane operators to have a... Attitude. You know, to definitely have a ha have an attitude. Um, all of them that I've worked with weren't, you know, weren't particularly slow. But, you know, safety's in going slow as far as cranes are concerned. Well, for sure. But it seems to be an issue beyond that. Um, and one, well, I've heard, crane, I've heard other people say that there's a shortage of experienced crane operators right now, too. There's so many different things it could be. There seems to be a shortage of basically any sort of working man or lady or whomever. Right. Uh, to fill most of the spots that we need. I myself can't find any help. And what do you do? Uh, you know, I'm a master plumber. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, and, and at the same time, see, I mean, I, then there's the conspiracies around it. Some people are saying they're purposely slowing down these ports because now they're trying to push through an infrastructure bill at the federal level. So unions are typically Democrat-leaning. So if the crane operator union is in the, you know, they're tight, right? They're tight with the Democrats, right? So they, they're, they're slowing down intentionally to help push this through. That was one thing I heard. I don't know. I feel like, They're probably know, not Democrat-leaning, though, themselves. Well, uh, I will say from experience, unions are definitely very Democrat. Um, when I was participating actively, uh, you were definitely nudged, I will say, to vote Democrat. Um, I've never known the unions to be manipulated by a party so much. Um, but I won't say that it can't happen. Mm -hmm. um, the way things seem to have been going lately, it, anything's possible. <laughs> I mean, maybe because well, the plumbers union's huge. There's a lot of plumbers. I, I imagine there's way more plumber plumbers in the plumbers union than crane operators. 
clean up rate. I would say much smaller union. I would say yes, they're a smaller union, but they are worldwide. Mm. Whereas the plumbers union is, you know, north north and south America, and then a few places in Europe, um, as well as Australia, I believe. But the crane operators union. I mean, if you think about it. The operators are only needed on large jobs. The there's maybe one to every hundred of each of each of all the other trades combined. Um, they're not as they're much more of a select group, and there's not nearly as many of them. Mm -hmm. But I will say, as far as on a job site, they hold the strongest card because if they stop, everything stops. And because, well, there's there's different ports. And I was seeing one from Washington was where they were saying they hadn't seen the cranes move all day for, like, weeks. They were just sitting there, and the yard was still, and trucks were lining up in Washington. I didn't see anything about trucks lining up in Los Angeles, so it's possible that there's two different things going on. Maybe there is a trucker shortage in California, but not in Washington. It could be. Um, I mean, it could be a matter of... Like I said, I haven't heard it through the grapevine, but you know some some select unions have been known to go on strike when they feel underappreciated and or underpaid. And I've heard the cost of living in Washington can be you know quite a lot. And if they don't feel like they're being properly compensated for what they do, I wouldn't put it past anyone to sit down on the job and not do it. You know, I haven't heard yet that from the, <laughs> do you know about the, all right, so did you hear about the ship that blocked the Suez Canal? Yes. Yeah, everybody heard about that. Did you know, did you hear about the, the Q, you know who Q people are? The Q people? Like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> so they're like people that, there was a secret forum basically that was like, basically the people thought Trump was Q, like this guy giving out secrets. He's like, just trust the plan, trust the plan. And he kept pushing out these secrets about the government and how they're going to round up the pedophiles. Mm -hmm. And as an anonymous source from, and he was just called Q. And people thought he was Trump, that he could have been this. And they thought when that, so that happened after, after Biden was elected, but I think, so around, I don't know if Biden was in yet or not. And they were saying that they blocked the canal on purpose because Trump was going to come back into office. <laughs> it was... <laughs> I'm not certain how the two things could possibly be related. <laughs> because, oh, that's what it was. Because it was kidnapped children in the containers on the ship. Oh, wow. That is that is a very uh, creative story. <laughs> and, dude, it was, it was hundreds of thousands of people believe this. <laughs> I mean, there might be. But I knew, I, I know for a fact that that's not why. Like they're not gonna stop a ship like that, and then no, I mean that that's insane. I guess part of it was because um, it's basically you'd have to intentionally wreck the ship as based on how experienced those drivers were. That you'd have to intentionally do what that guy did. I don't know. I mean, I'll say I I haven't been on a ship particularly that big, mm -hmm. you know, and spoken to the person under the at the helm, but. You know, even smaller boats, when wind kicks up out of nowhere, it can... Yeah, knock you adrift. It can slam you home. And as big as those ships are... 
Do you think that that impacts them more or less because of their size? Because they're so heavy. They're very heavy, but now I can't say you know for sure. But as an estimation, the they've probably pumped all their draft out, and they're running about as shallow as they can. And the less mass they've got underwater, mm. once I mean it's like a big curtain, you know, it's gonna catch it and it's gonna push it wherever that wind's going. And the canal is probably not that deep either. So. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I can't imagine that they're running at full depth through that canal. Because it's weird that that was this year too, and that kind of thing's never happened. And that, so it's like it, it does seem orchestrated at a certain point. You just keep seeing these shipping containers and these ports being backed up. Like it just it, that's not coincidence. To keep having these major cargo ship backups. Yeah, it's, it seems it seems odd that at this point in time when you know well within the last two years we've been pretty much exporting and importing about as much as anybody ever has as far as I know mm-hmm. um, that everything would start happening now but I mean I could see it would take some great power to orchestrate yeah. so much um well, if you have the crane operators in your pocket and you have one ship driver who can go purposely adrift, it's all, you just need those control points. Yeah. I don't know. You I suppose need... if you know where to look, then you can probably You'd have find... to be really thinking about it, though. Yeah, it You'd... would take a lot of work. <clears throat> oh, you know what? Well, thinking now I wasn't even thinking about this earlier, but comparing the Suez Canal and the Q conspiracy and the, the kidnapped children on the cargo uh-huh. ship... Maybe that's why the ports in Los Angeles are backed up, because they're gonna they're gonna arrest all the pedophiles, <laughs> <laughs> and Trump's gonna come back in office. <laughs> oh Lord! Well, there's yeah, there's a lot of infrastructure things going on. Cause you, I think you said something about all the trucks having to be electric in California. From what I found, that applies to autonomous vehicles. Okay, so yeah, the article that I was reading had mentioned that uh, as of 2033, I believe it said. 2030. Well, I didn't see 2033. Maybe there's a. I was seeing 2033. Okay. Having to have all those trucks that haul material be fully electric by the time, you know, 2033 rolls around. It might be the deadline. And I don't know if you're aware, you know, we've got the electric cars and the small electric trucks, but as far as right now. Those don't exist yet. Which? The electric, you know, big rigs. There's some. No electric? I have not seen any well, full electric. They, sorry, they didn't have to be electric. They had to be zero emission, whatever that means. Okay, so I was seeing all electric. Now I can't quote the quote the validity of the statement. Because I, you know, truth be told, I don't... I don't know if they had 100% correct, but... That was just what I came across. Mm-hmm. Because well, what, well, what I found interesting about when I was looking for things about Los Angeles Port, a lot of that's automated by robots. So the crane operators are dropping the containers onto robots that are fully electric. They're almost like just the trailer bed of an 18-wheeler, and they just drive around the port automatically. Now, I could see that happening in the port, but as far as taking those out... And in the street? In the road... Well, they're allowed to legally... As long as I think, highways? Yeah, I think, but I think there has to be a driver behind the wheel. 
a trained CDL driver. They're definitely allowed at that level with a driver. I could, yeah, I could see that. They, um, no, indefinitely, I think two years ago they had them out already. I would be very surprised if California is actually going going to allow fully autonomous vehicles, being as how, you know, that that would be a big stroke against union truck drivers. Well, that's true, but the future model is robots running everything, and that's it. it it's automated. Most trucks, so they have, I think they have short-range vehicles right now. Yeah, so they so, can't take it out of the port and take it across the country. No, so they go up to like 100 miles or something. You're Which just, cuts out some truck drivers, but not an insane amount. Oh, it's Christmas Biden. Yeah, so a lot of what's in the infrastructure bill, too, is electric vehicles and zero emission, specifically. That's in the uh, Build Back Better Bill Act. <laughs> That's a heck of a name. Build bit. It's not the Better Bill Act. It's the Build Back Better Act. I think that they were funded by the Better Business Bureau on that one. Yeah, I think somebody's in cahoots. It might be a need to get into the the lair and research this. But I mean, electric vehicles and autonomous vehicles are the future that these people that, that these people that the they're pushing for because it is all part of the zero emissions and all. It's just like. I don't know why they don't want people, other than the fact that then you don't have to pay anyone. Because once you buy this robot and everything just handles itself, you know, you can have less people and you don't need to produce as much food, I guess. I don't know. It's all part of the same thing. But if they're trying to head for that so soon, I mean, how are they going to get rid of all those extra people? Well, part of it is by requiring the vaccines, knowing that 20 to 30% of people won't take them, and they'll quit. (laughs) Or get fired. That's one. It's like they they come out with these things and they slowly turn people away. Look how many people are out of work right now. There's already a lot of people out of work. Yeah, but nobody wants to go back to work either. Right, but they don't want people to. (laughs) But I think we're getting so far down the conspiracy lane. Yeah. Nothing could be proven. Um, Lord, I'm just not used to having my neighbor be my guest, you know. The stallion. The stallion. Look, I know you think that the unions have a lot of power, but no union has more power than the Union of Concerned Scientists. Oh, okay. And they're they're the ones that are bringing this about. Okay, they're they're the ones pushing the self-steering vehicles. Are they going to be the drivers? these vehicles they might be like when they it might they might i bet what they'll have is like a program where the trucks drive around on their own most of the time mm-hmm. but every once in a while they can just you know go into their you know their office and grab the remote control and say i want to take control of this one and they get to drive it for like a little bit but once they stop it goes right back okay yeah i can see that That's, so mm. are they concerned that you know for the safety of the people or are they more concerned that they're not going to sell enough self-driving vehicles in the near future i'm not sure well yeah they want to control the the government so that they make sure that they can sell the vehicles so that's not they're not concerned about that okay well they might be concerned about everything i mean that's literally in their (laughs) they are the union of concerned scientists that's their basis of life I, I couldn't be a part of something named that. 
I couldn't either. I wouldn't feel uh, particularly respected. <laughs> I'm part of the Union of Concerned Scientists. Thank you. We're not terrified this is going to happen. We just think that <laughs> we should really take a look. We're just concerned. Mildly concerned. Let's take a quick look. Alright, so you don't know. Everybody needs to know about Let's Go Brandon because you've probably seen it around and you didn't even realize it was anything. People are making it. They're putting it on all kinds of stuff. People are, you know, children on the news are saying this. And actually one of the one of the Babylon Bees was the the ships, you know, one of the fake stories was that the ships and the container, the waiting for the port, mm-hmm. was uh, they spelled, they took the time to spell it, let's go Brandon while they were waiting there from the satellite. So let's go Brandon stems from this NASCAR clip of the news. <laughs> I saw this. I saw I saw the original clip. <laughs> did you hear what they were saying originally? Yes, I did. So now, like, that's become a whole meme for, you know, F. Joe Biden is what Okay, yeah. No, I'm familiar. That's that's excellent. It's probably one of the best memes ever. It's just like, because if you don't know, you just have no idea what it means. That's right. Yeah, you wouldn't know it didn't say... Till it was too late. You know, you'd just be out in public saying, you know, let's go Brandon. You know? Yep, that's right. Let's go Brandon. Alright, is there anything you want to plug your uh your, your plumbing service on my podcast? Yeah, if you guys happen to be uh in North Carolina and you need uh service plumbing, you know, feel free to call us. Uh you'll find the number online. Just go ahead and Google it. Google the stallion plumbing and the stallion plumbing. It'll pop right on up. Or you can email us directly at the stallion plumbing at hotmail dot com. Why not throw a plumbing tip in while we're at it? Um, don't flush uh, things that don't go in a toilet. <laughs> what was the specific example you're to give? <laughs> Maybe don't flush uh, lady products because uh, they're fun to pull out. It, it took like a year for that to back up. Yeah, it took, um, they were there for a year and a half, and I pulled out 12. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you all. All right, for those of you that didn't pick it up by now, that's my brother, you know. He lives, like, 100 feet away, so, you know. I reached out to him, I said, yo. Actually, we tried to start a podcast several years ago. Uh, it was my brother's podcast. <laughs> It was, you know, it was it was pretty fun, but um, unfortunately, he just kept having to work, and his schedule wouldn't line up for it. We have some great videos. We had video introductions that we really need to put out there. Unfortunately, they're on a uh, hard drive hidden away at the moment, but they they were pretty hilarious. We had two great intros for our podcast, and um, they're videos. We'll have to put them up one day and point to them, but um, you know. I hope that uh, you enjoyed tonight's show. A little bit different. A little bit, uh, you know, off the cuff, if you will. Stay tuned next week. We'll have a very special guest in the studio. Or on the phone. Probably on the phone. Uh, I have a good idea what that might be, but you never know until uh, the time comes. Stay tuned. Be sure to subscribe. And share with your friends and family. Because they can't live without this information. 
without this breaking in-depth coverage that we provide on podcast Le Renaissance. Take care.